We love spending this time with you. Thank you for listening. If you would like to take your listening experience to the next level, did you know there's a way to do that, Jabo? I do. Yep. You know how you do it. You go to the tjshow.com, you sign up for the TJ Show newsletter, and you get cool things dropped right into your inbox like the TJ Show's 10 shares. We pick 10 different things, everyone on the team does it, that we think you're going to love. It's not just about our show. This no. is about like stuff, music we're listening to, whatever it may be. And life stuff. That's just the tip of the iceberg. There's a whole lot more in there. Sign up at the tjshow.com. This is the TJ Show. Jabo, are you in trouble? Do you need a ride today? <laughs> no, thankfully I have my car, but that wasn't the case over the weekend. What did you get yourself into? Well, I had friends over, you know, for dinner or whatever, and before they came upstairs to my apartment, I told them, yeah, it's fine. You can park right there. It's not a big deal. I park in this certain parking spot in front of my building all the time, mm-hmm. and then I parked there too. We didn't think anything of it. We go back downstairs, and when they go to leave, both of our cars were towed. Oh, <laughs> Oh, and, this is late at night. Yeah, it's oh. late at night. And I'm like, girl, just just stay the night. It's, it's not a big deal. Like, we'll figure it out in the morning or whatever. And really, it was a big deal because I felt like it was my fault because they asked, are you sure it's okay for me to park here? And I was like, yes, I do this all the time. Not a big deal. Adult sleepover. Yes, Let's get ready. Seriously, here we go. I'm 10. And so the next day... We get up, we go get our cars out of the impound, and I felt like it was my responsibility to pay for her car to get out of the impound, too, because it was on me. Yeah, totally. My no, bad, right? That's the right move. We're like over $600 now, and it's just frustrating, oh, and I'm just wait, like- over 600 Yes, to, to get, get your cars. car? Yeah. That's a gut punch. It was, very much so. I'm and so sorry that you went through that. I had a whole attitude. I, I got back home, and I'm not good when it comes to checking my mail, right? Like, I'll get the mail, and usually it's bills. You don't get letters anymore. No one writes you. So I just throw the bills on top of the counter, and I'll get to it when I get to it. It's just a pile of depression. Facts. It's like, yeah, I'm going to open a little bit more depression now. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I'm already sad. Oh, credit know? card bill. <laughs> Right. Depression, yeah. Yeah. So I'm opening up the bills that's been sitting there for at least two weeks. And I receive a letter that says, congratulations, your federal student loans have been forgiven. And I was like, this is a lie. Because I was like, there's no way. There's no way. Well, I totally forgot. I applied for the public service loan forgiveness which has been a thing for like since 2007. Mm-hmm. It's been around forever. And it's for people who work for nonprofit, nurses, teachers, police officers, military personnel. And, and you worked for a nonprofit for I years. I did for years, yeah. Okay. And I applied for it and they're like, you are, you're good. So I, my loans were forgiven. My federal loans were forgiven. And it took my really horrible day into something really great. <laughs> I'm still opening mail, right? This pile of depression. So I get this letter. I'm celebrating. I'm excited. And I'm like, all right, what other bills are there, you know? And I open up another. Yeah, you just think, oh, this will, let me, another envelope will vacuum this right up. <laughs> right, exactly. I open up another letter and there is a check from the federal government for the exact amount that I spent getting my the cars out of the, the impound uh-huh. made out to me because I had paid too much all my student loans and they were like hey you paid enough here's a check so the money that you got back with the forgiveness program was well first of all that was a lot of money right? yeah that was a lot of money but then you also you paid too much so now you got that back and it was the exact amount of the impound yes that's amazing amazing wow and then the waterworks started you like, cried oh, god you're so good <laughs> like all glory to God. Forget that, man. I was so, so amped. I was so happy. And like, I literally have the letter of forgiveness hung up on my refrigerator 
And wow. the thing is, is that I've been working to pay off student loans. And I still have my private ones. So full transparency. And then last week, my husband Arch and I were able to pay off another one of my private wow. student loans. That so I'm just knocking them down. Awesome. Help. So I'm well, thankful. Jabo, I'm so happy for you. Congratulations. Thank you. That's something that we got to celebrate with you. Yeah, man. I've been celebrating. Lunch on you? No. What do you say? (laughs) (laughs) All right. I figured I'd try it. I'm still paying off loans. This is the TJ Show. It was unfortunate this past weekend. I was supposed to visit my parents. They live a few hours away. We were all planned. We're going to bring the grandkids over. Sounds like fun. Jess and I were going to run away. Let them stay with the grandparents. Free babysitting. Yep. And everything changed because my dad got a stomach bug. Which is never fun for anyone. But apparently, he got really sick. And so I called my mom to check on him. And I was hoping she did what I asked. I said, you know, the next time that happens, please do this for me. We'll find out if she did it. Hey, Mom. How's everything good? Good. How's Dad doing? He was sick all day. And then, you know, he does these ridiculous things like... He went and, and ate, even though I said to him, I'll make you some food, you know, like good food. He goes and, and gets like a hero, which is horrible. <laughs> See, when you, you're not feeling well, you, know, you want to eat nice things like chicken soup. But now my dad, he's Italian. Get me a hero. <laughs> Comes back and he got sick again. Oh. I said, you, you don't make any sense. I don't know. You know. He was throwing up for four hours. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was the big report we got over the weekend. Four hours in a row. He has to be dehydrated. Mm-hmm. But Italian hero fixes everything. <laughs> a little extra oil and vinegar. <laughs> oh. It was disgusting. <laughs> and who do you think had to clean everything? <clears throat> so. I don't know why she has to clean everything. Yeah, it's been a real blast here. <laughs> Did you do what I asked you to do the next time Dad throws up? What? Did you record it? The audio? No, you didn't tell me to record it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. No, please, no. (laughs) Remember I told you that Mike and I used to wait at the bottom of the stairs? No, I didn't do it, no. Yeah, when my brother and I were little, if that ever happened, we would listen. And, you know, we'd feel bad about laughing at the loud sounds that he Mm. would make. But somehow we would laugh because it is a funny sound, even though... Dad is in, you know, in tough shape. We don't want him to be hurting, but there's also, there's this funniness to it. I know. Everything's loud. The sneeze is loud. The throwing up is loud. It's like, ay ay ay. So you didn't record it? No. So you I just feel like the it. listeners would want to hear him and how loud he gets. I, wouldn't, I don't want to hear it. Why would they want to hear it? And even, he must have been in bed and then... Had to run to the bathroom. It sounds like he's going to go through the floor upstairs, <laughs> pounding. Michael knows about that. It's like, boom, boom. It's like, what the heck? Did you fall or what? what's going on there? <laughs> There's a lot of compassion there. Yeah, my dad, he's rushing to the bathroom because he's not feeling well. And my mom's just annoyed by it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, you know, the good news is that he's doing a lot better than he was at the beginning of the weekend. Uh, in case you care, Jabo. I do care. Poor guy. And I'm sorry that I don't have the audio of the sound. No, I'm I thankful. Know, I know you wanted to hear nope. it. Kenny definitely wanted oh, to hear yeah. it. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny's got a dad who's a contractor, and so <laughs> he knows why there's a part of that. That's kind of funny. And uh, yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> there is a work in progress. Listen, I really care about the segments on this show. I want to make sure they stay consistent and that they're interesting. And that would have been interesting, but it's no, a work I in progress. Good. I think it's fine. I think you did great. J-Bo. What's up, TJ? I think we've got to give producer Kenny credit where it's due. Okay. This, to me, is like next-level maturity in his relationship that he's been in for almost a year now, right? Yeah, man. It's coming up. So his girlfriend is a fan of this fringe sport that I don't even know that I'd heard of until Kenny brought it up, but curling. All right. Now, describe what this is. And she's way into it. Like, she wants to go to the competitions and everything. She and plays herself. She plays it. And yeah. there's just no way you're interested in it. But Well, I don't know. It comes on the Olympics every four years on the right. Winter Olympics. And it's exciting for something that, you know... <laughs> is pretty slow moving it's <laughs> right. it's fun to watch but yeah essentially you slide these big 40 50 pound rocks and the idea is to get as many of your color rocks closest to the center as possible you get points for the closest ones and it's all on ice all on ice so it's kind of like hockey almost nothing like hockey except for the ice so there's no skates involved no skates you're oh. wearing special shoes you don't oh. wear pads you don't hit each other uh, and actually I think there's a little bit of a rivalry between hockey players and curlers because they often have to share ice oh yeah they don't get their own arena <laughs> yeah if they, you're a curler mm-hmm. so I gotta give you credit. Well, I mean, thanks, man. I had a lot of fun. There's no way you're interested, <laughs> or you, at least you weren't, and you gave it a shot, and now you're experiencing this together with her, and it's important to her, and I think that's beautiful. Well, that it was beautiful. It was very special to share that with her, and like she was so excited. She was explaining things. She saw some people that she recognized because she follows the sport. She's like, "Ooh, that's Hamilton. Ooh, that's Anderson right Aww, there. Oh, that's cool. The Team Schuster. That that's the Olympic. They won the gold medal in 2018. They would be so thrilled. Someone knows who they are." <laughs> They would be. <laughs> Please pass that message along to them. I'm sure you could DM them. Get right back to you. Yeah. Producer Kenny was recording himself, seeing curling in person for the first time. Yeah. Come on, ask your seat. Now, Kenny's just loud guy wherever he goes. <laughs> Anytime you're next to Kenny, he's just always opting to be loud. So mm-hmm. no surprise. Like, how many people were at this event? It's probably a couple hundred, maybe. Yeah, it's like a high school basketball game, right? <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Curl. Go! Hey! I love my mommy! <laughs> Wait, why did you shout, I love my mommy? <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Well, my mom and dad actually came, too. Oh, that's, well, that's, that's cool. cute, too. Yeah. <laughs> I love my baby boy. Oh, that's your mom. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to the TJ show! Oh, no, you didn't. You're screaming that at the uh, free promotion, bro. Obnoxious. That that makes if me feel. If I was feel... there, I would be annoyed so much. Yeah, I feel a little uncomfortable about this. Yeah. <laughs> Are you embarrassed, baby? <laughs> oh, so his girlfriend's embarrassed by that, which no. I understand. By the way, I would be too. I'm embarrassed too. Yeah. Would be embarrassed. TJShow.com. Oh, so he does it again. Oh. Now he mentions the website, so she <laughs> she's very uncomfortable. Babe, <laughs> it's free publicity. She's cringing. I'm cringing. <laughs> I'm cringing. You don't have to shout that out anywhere. There's a hundred people here. There's way more than that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just sneeze? Yeah, I got a sneeze, bro. <laughs> Whoa, congratulations, Thanks, man. Capturing, I like that. Yeah, capturing a sneeze is always challenging because you never know when it's going to hit. Very rarely are you <laughs> recording at the time when you sneeze. <laughs> Whoa, you got a second one on tape? Yeah, I, I always sneeze in pairs. Dude. Did you cover your mouth when you sneeze? Yeah, well, the, see, the, I, I did the vampire cough, and the watch is like right next to it, so I think that's why you oh, got such good audio. Okay. 
He's a romantic, j <laughs> He was there for... What a lucky girl. Sounds like you had a great time and she sort of regretted inviting you. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to go alone. Right. That might be accurate. Next time she will. Yeah. Before the weekend, our camera guy, Josh, was talking about his dance he was doing with the car dealerships. Mm-hmm. You and your family, you're trying to get a new car. Yep. A little two-step. Did you wind up getting the car or what? We got the car. Ah, there it is. Congratulations. Congratulations. You know, what's interesting about navigating car dealerships is sometimes you got to do a dance. Well, it's just this awful game that you have to sit there. They show you a price. You know that's not the price, you know, and you know that in your head. And he knows that in his head. Mm -hmm. And he knows that you know that. And so I just wish we could skip all of the middle and get to where I signed the papers. But that's not the case. Yeah, a few years ago. Obviously, with COVID and everything, there was a shortage of cars. Right. And I needed a car in that time. And I'll never forget this guy I sat down with. He was pretty much laughing in my face. Yeah. He was like, are you thinking about getting a used car? He goes, ah, let me show you something. He opens up his page, and it's the same price as the new car. Yeah. And then if you want to get a new car, you can't even get it because they're like months behind. They were rolling it. They or were, it's mm-hmm. like 5000 over the MSRP. Yes, ridiculous. that was another thing that was happening. And now it seems like tides are turning a little bit. We got a used car. We got a brand used car. And uh, yeah, it's cheaper than a new car. It's new to you, right? (laughs) Yeah. Kicking it old school where you pay less for the thing that's used. Yeah. And did you get the deal you wanted on it? Uh, Yeah, actually, we got a couple grand below what I wanted on it. That's awesome. Tell us how to do it. Well, Come on, Josh. I've got Seriously. some... I'm, I'm taking out my notepad. Let's go. I want right. to hear this. Five tips for you really quick, <laughs> TJ. Number one, always be willing to walk away. That okay. is the biggest rule. You have to, no matter how awesome the car is, if it's not for the price, you've got to actually be willing to walk away. Not acting like you're willing to walk away. Walk out the door and drive away. You need to actually Mm. be willing to walk away from that car. Did they call you back every time you did that? Absolutely. Tip number two? Number two, go in knowing what you're going to pay. Have a flat budget. (laughs) Like, if it's a dollar over that budget, you say no. Okay? You've got to have a line. Yeah, budget. You've got to have a line. Number three, don't be afraid to offend them, in quotes, with lowball offers. I think on my first few times... I was scared to say the number that I could afford. Oh, you wanted to be nice. Right. And they give you this number. It's way over what you can afford. No, lowball them. Go for it. They're J-Bo, big. Yeah. Joshy Poo didn't want to hurt the car dealer's <laughs> <I didn't>. feelings. <laughs> yep. Grew out of that real quick. <laughs> now it's Josh Man. Number four, they make more money off of financing. So if you are going in there wanting to pay cash, don't tell them you want to pay cash until the very, very, very end and say, okay, I'm going to pay cash now because they make more money off of the financing. So don't tell them until you've actually signed on the amount you're going to pay. Mm -hmm. So it's good news if you're financing a car for the dealership, depending on their situation. Absolutely. And number five on the list of the ways to get the car you want for the price you want. Number five is do your homework, look up the same car the same year and find the cheapest price, even if it's like two states away from you and show it to them. Even (laughs) Even if it's the color you hate, they don't know that and show it to them and say, well, I'm looking at this price right here. So the less of your hand you're willing to show, Mm -hmm. they don't need to know what color you love. They don't need to know that. That's good. And you're technically still showing your hands because you're letting them know like, hey, I saw this car. I want this car. So you're giving them some 
idea of what you're, yeah, what's I, in your hand. I tell him I'm going to test everything. drive this car tomorrow, mm-hmm. and then I'll let you know. <laughs> See? Yep. I'm going to take a space shuttle to get to the other side of the world <laughs> to try this car if it's the last thing I do. Well, thank you for sharing that, Josh. No problem. Congratulations on getting it for a couple grand less. Thank you. What are you going to do with that extra couple grand? Uh, blow it, probably, <laughs> on something yeah, else. Yeah, I doubt that. At least you're going to have fun. Mm-hmm. This is the TJ Show. This edition of the TJ Show is sponsored by BetterHelp. J-Bo, do you ever find yourself wishing you had more time? Oh, yes, every day. All of us do. But if we got that time, what would we do with it? What would you do with it? Probably waste it. <laughs> well, it's important that if we're going to have extra time, we've got to figure out what do we do with it? How do we prioritize our schedules and our lives? One of the ways to do that is talking to someone who has so much wisdom, a therapist, is one of the greatest gifts I think any of us could get. Someone we can trust, someone who's a vault, someone who has so much wisdom about how our brains work and how we can get more disciplined. Try it, if you've ever even considered it. Go to betterhelp.com slash TJ. You fill out a questionnaire. You get linked up with a licensed therapist. If for some reason it's not a fit, you can switch therapists anytime with no additional fee. They just want you to be with the right fit. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash TJ today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash TJ. I'm food journalist Mary Beth Albright, and I study how food affects emotions and how emotions affect our food choices. It's cutting-edge science I brought to my readers at The Washington Post and National Geographic, and now it's coming to you every week in my new podcast, Eat. You'll feel better. All about how food affects emotions and how your emotions affect what you eat. Eat, You'll Feel Better turns decades of research into one practical, actionable thing you can do every week to enhance your food mood connection. I've dug deep into big questions like, does intergenerational trauma affect our food choices? Are ultra-processed foods affecting my emotions? And the seemingly small questions like, why do holiday cookies just taste better? We'll hear from chefs and researchers and food developers and flavorists about the food mood connection. A new episode lands every Wednesday, the first one on November 15th, just in time for that food and mental health marathon known as the holidays. Eat. You'll feel better. Get it wherever you get your favorite podcasts. This is the TJ Show. Thank you for turning your radio on today. I can't believe this happened to me for the first time this weekend. I was visiting my brother. All right. And my wife Jess and I were staying over his place, and he goes, Hey, you want to try sleeping with a weighted blanket? Oh. And I said, Game blanket changer. I've been hearing about these forever, and I've never actually slept with one. It's just a really heavy blanket. Yes. And for some reason, when I heard weighted blanket, I thought, wow, it sounds like a workout in your sleep. <laughs> I don't know no. if I want a weighted blanket, but I said, yeah, sure, I'll try it. And it was so cozy and Bro. so wonderful. Mm-hmm. And I thought, where have I been? Yes. I wish I knew about this sooner. Hey. And so I started going down this rabbit hole on Uh-oh. Google, Here searching for what's the best one? Do they have fleece-weighted blankets? I'm looking all over the And then I go, eh, you know what? Let me just do a quick little Google. What are the dangers of sleeping with oh, a weighted blanket? You know I just what? I want to do... hear if there are any dangers. <laughs> I, I want to do hear my it. research. And I'm like, oh, okay, so some claim that it's not good for your breathing. Like, it's so heavy on you that it makes breathing harder or if you've got asthma, which thankfully I don't, but apparently it's not good. And I go, well, do I need this complication? I've slept with blankets my whole life that haven't been weighted and I'm warm. Some claim 
You tried it. Did you have a hard time breathing? No, I mean, I loved it, j okay, Exactly. It so don't so worry good. about, like, side effects don't apply to everybody. They just apply to some people. I know, but it's the internet. I have to trust you the internet. You will always find something wrong <laughs> if you search for it, TJ. I know, I know. I know all this. I know. Get the blanket. It makes you feel good. It's amazing. <laughs> Did you know about these? Yes, get me one. I need one. Why didn't you tell me about this when we oh first met? Gosh. You should have brought this up in our first conversation. I had a long list of things to go over, you know? All right, fine. Yes, Kenny. TJ, your mother would be so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> you should call her and let her know that you looked up the dangers. Hey, you sound like my wife, Jess. She goes, up. Oh, look at you. You're like a little mommy. Like I'm mom. like, no, no, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to be careful. Jabo, what's happening in your world today? I don't know if you know this, but just in case you don't know, because I know he won't say it himself, Kenny's birthday is this Friday. Ooh, yeah. So get your Thanks coins up. You're going to buy him a gift. Don't forget. Oh, boy. All right? Yeah, that's true. I did get you a gift for your birthday, so... You did. You better get the man a gift. It'd be really sad if I didn't get Kenny Yeah, one. I already Wait. have his gift. I've had it. I'm going to write excited. that down right now. Don't write it down. Don't forget Kenny's birthday. Also, don't lose this piece of paper. Oh, Kenny, <laughs> gonna it's going to be a book. Because every time we get a gift from TJ, it's a book. <laughs> I know exactly which one it's going to be. Maybe I already got it. <laughs> Can your wife make cupcakes? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll put that request in, and then we all benefit from that, Jay. Yeah, that's right. Of course, if you're willing to share, Kenny, which I know he is. He's very generous. He is very would, generous. Yeah. Kenny, what's happening in your world today? I was on the phone with my cable company over the weekend, one of like those automated systems. And if you're going to have an automated system, you don't have to insult my intelligence with the typing that the automated system does while it's thinking of its next response. I know you're not typing. Just, you're a robot. Just, you know, just have there be silence. I don't, I don't need to pretend that you're typing. Are you talking about the little sound effect that goes over the line? so annoying, yes. Wait a second while I look that up. (laughs) (laughs) I know, it's funny because it doesn't even sound like typing. No. (laughs) It's so silly. Yeah. Kenny, glad that uh, you said that because we don't want you to feel dumb. No. No. And companies need to know. Yes, they need to know. That's an easy fix, I think. Your automated systems are offending us. Right. Okay? Thank you. It's already starting. Everyone's talking about the Super Bowl this weekend. And wow, the headline, once again, Taylor Swift... (laughs) I've heard more about her and her involvement in the game, whether or not she'll be there, than anyone talking about the teams that are in it. I wonder if she's tired of it. Like, she's just like, leave me alone. I don't know. I don't think she's shared her feelings about it, right? Have you seen her talking about it at all? There was one instance in the AFC Championship game when they cut away to her, and then she appeared to be looking at the television screen, essentially looking at herself, and she said, please go away. You can (laughs) see her mouth go, go away. Okay, so I guess she has spoken out on it. We just well, didn't hear it. Well, it's because like she's not calling it attention to herself. Like it's people who are functioning with the cameras are the ones that are doing it. Yeah, and this is interesting now. Apparently, you can make a bunch of prop bets on the game. So you know, the most famous of those is the coin toss, yeah. right? Sort of like this fringe side bet. How long is the national anthem going to be? Yeah, they do an over under for that. And there's. 89 different prop bets, according to at least one of these gambling websites, that you could make on what will and won't happen as it relates to Taylor Swift during the game. And some of these are really interesting. I'm reading through this. Will Taylor Swift mention the Chiefs or Travis Kelsey at her Tokyo show, the one that's coming before the Super Bowl? What do you think? No, I don't think so. What do you think? Well, you know, she did kind of put a reference in the song Karma at one of her previous shows. But he okay. was there. He was in attendance when she yeah, did okay. that. Yeah, so. okay. That's true. You'd have to bet 
$250 on that to win $100. So I guess they're favoring that she's not going to mention it. Yeah. And that's been pretty consistent. Taylor Swift, the first person shown next to her during the game. Brittany Mahones is the most likely. Donna Kelsey is the next. Jason Kelsey is third in line. Scott Swift, her dad. Mm -hmm. You think she'll be sitting next to her dad? Now, if you do think that, if you bet $100, you could potentially win $700. So that's... Good odds. And then the the most unlikely on this list is Mike Tyson. (laughs) Why would... What exactly? What's up with Mike? So if you bet $100 and she's next to Mike Tyson, you could win $3,300. I think it's just I a random. I wouldn't bet that. Yeah, like that's not happening. Swift and Travis Kelsey to be shown kissing. Yeah, so that seems like it's almost a 50-50 shot either way. There's just a slight advantage to one or the other. I think the kiss will happen if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Mm, yeah, that's true. A lot of this but is But if they dependent. don't, like she has no reason to go down to the field and, you know, make out with her boyfriend. This is an interesting one. Will she be shown wearing a foam finger during the game? <laughs> no way. And it looks like the odds are 10 to 1 there, so if you bet 100 bucks, you could win 1000. But then again, like if she knows about this, does she do it just for fun? Does she start to incorporate these? She brings Mike Tyson with her just well, out of nowhere. I mean, who hey, knows? Mike, come on. That'd be hilarious. Here's another bet that you could make. Chiefs coach Andy Reid mentions Taylor Swift in a speech. I don't think that's going to no happen. No way. So you'd have to bet $4,000 to potentially win $100 if you don't think it's going to happen. So they're, they're assuming it's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think it would probably be inappropriate. I, I, I don't know. I mean, again, with that one especially, that... It means that the Chiefs would have to win, so you're almost making two bets. You need the Chiefs to win for him to even make a speech in the first place. Right. So it's a long shot. And then there's an over-under on how long they'll be showing her during the game clock. So under seven and a half minutes, over seven and a half minutes. Yeah. What do you think? Which one? Under. Under? Yeah. I think under, too. you got to be somewhat respectful, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. What will happen first? Either team scores a touchdown or they show a Taylor Swift live shot. What do you think? <laughs> T-Swizzy live shot. I agree with you. Yeah, I, I'd yeah. have to go with That's that That's probably going to be one. If she's there... It's going to be one of the first things we Uh see. It's going to be like, she made it from Tokyo. That's the first shot. Yep, absolutely. So lots of bets. I mean, I don't know. I'm going to hang on to my money. I'm not going to place any bets. But uh, if that's what you're into, we'll have fun with it. One of the big problems with the media today, I know it's a bold statement, but everyone's doing shows for humans. And I have a dog. Her name is Luna. Mm -hmm. And she listens to the radio every day. And it dawned on me not too long ago that we never do anything for Luna and all of her animal friends. And so that's why we present to you a new segment on the show, Luna News. This is where we read the most popular animal stories, grabbing headlines across the world. And our animals, whether there's one driving around in a car with you right now, or maybe it's in your living room because you have the radio on, they enjoy these stories too. Yeah, they do. We really want this to be a show for everything. I don't see, <laughs> everyone, everything. And I think they're going to enjoy this. I certainly enjoyed this story about a pigeon that was detained by police in Mumbai. It was found back in May with two rings on its legs. It was bearing Chinese script. And one of the rings was found to contain a microchip. Ooh. They thought it was a spy coming out of China. So detectives had the pigeons held at a hospital for animals. The police investigation determined after all these months the pigeon was not a Chinese spy. (laughs) It had instead been involved in an open water racing event in Taiwan and decided to wander off course. Poor pigeon. He's like, I'm just being a bird. I'm being a bird. Yeah, it ended up in India. 
The pigeon was turned over to the Bombay Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, and it was set free last week. So this is a huge celebration for the pigeons. We love our pigeons. We've dedicated full segments to pigeons before because we love them so much. This story, there's a woman in Texas named Courtney. She returned to her home after spending the night at her boyfriend's house, and guess what she found in her kitchen? A full-size deer. Oh, it's better than a full-size man that she didn't know. (laughs) Right, that's true. She was quoted saying, he just made himself an entrance. He Kool-Aid manned himself right through her front window. Oh, yeah. Police responded to the home to sedate the deer and carry it outside. The deer was given an antidote, which reversed the tranquilizer. It was released back into the wild. Courtney said, all things considered, I think the damage could have been worse. And yeah, I guess a deer could... taking that really well. Sometimes (laughs) deer are so dainty and gentle. They're like these big animals, and they're just like... But it came through her front window, like yeah, that's the true. Kool-Aid Man style. That was know? that was the aggressive part, right. and then it was probably a little too aggressive for the deer, and it said, "I got to cool it a little it bit." Took a nap. Yeah, let me take a couple bites of this thing. There's a, a stray sheep that was wandering around the streets of Brooklyn. That's a weird thing to find, right? Yeah, you don't see that every day. Police caught up with it. Members of the NYPD's emergency service unit lassoed the lamb. Nice. You ever see a lassoed lamb? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It happened in Brooklyn. And the NYPD tweeted, not bad for a group of Aww. cops with no experience oh. shepherding a sheep. Oh, that's good. That's good. Lynn is the name of this sheep, not named after Brooklyn, although it fits perfectly. It was named after a friend of the sanctuary. Aww. Caused no fuss on the trip to New Jersey. Has been eating and drinking like a champion. Yeah, I would think this sheep must have escaped from a slaughterhouse or something, right? We, we remember this happened not too long ago in the New York City area. A 700-pound bull right. went viral. Yeah. It was found on the train tracks in New Jersey. That was back in December. Yeah, so. so does this lamb get to go free now? Yeah, I think he's going to live a beautiful life. Good. And be in a sanctuary, protected Good. from big blades and plates. Good for Lynn. Yeah. Congratulations to Lynn. And there it is, Luna News. Thank you for turning your radio on today. This edition of the TJ Show is sponsored by BetterHelp. J-Bo, do you ever find yourself wishing you had more time? Oh, yes. Every day. All of us do. But if we got that time, what would we do with it? What would you do with it? Probably waste it. <laughs> well, it's important that if we're going to have extra time, we've got to figure out what do we do with it? How do we prioritize our schedules and our lives? One of the ways to do that is talking to someone who has so much wisdom, a therapist, is one of the greatest gifts I think any of us could get. Someone we can trust, someone who's a vault, someone who has so much wisdom about how our brains work and how we can get more disciplined. Try it. If you've ever even considered it, go to betterhelp.com slash TJ. You fill out a questionnaire, you get linked up with a licensed therapist. If for some reason it's not a fit, you can switch therapists anytime with no additional fee. They just want you to be with the right fit. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash TJ today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash TJ. I'm food journalist Mary Beth Albright, and I study how food affects emotions and how emotions affect our food choices. It's cutting-edge science I brought to my readers at The Washington Post and National Geographic, and now it's coming to you every week in my new podcast, Eat, you'll feel better. All about how food affects emotions and how your emotions affect what you eat. 
Eat, You'll Feel Better turns decades of research into one practical, actionable thing you can do every week to enhance your food mood connection. I've dug deep into big questions like, does intergenerational trauma affect our food choices? Are ultra-processed foods affecting my emotions? And the seemingly small questions like, why do holiday cookies just taste better? We'll hear from chefs and researchers and food developers and flavorists about the food mood connection. A new episode lands every Wednesday, the first one on November 15th, just in time for that food and mental health marathon known as the holidays. Eat. You'll feel better. Get it wherever you get your favorite podcasts. This is the TJ Show. Our news, it sounds a whole lot different around here. Our producer, Kenny, he reads through every story he can find, and then he brings us the most interesting ones. Kenny, what's happening on the planet today? There's going to be a lot going on in the sky, actually, this week, TJ. So off the planet, if I may report. What's happening in outer space <laughs> right. this week? Go ahead, Kenny. So on Thursday, there will be a meteor shower. It'll peak late at night, but it's expected that there will be around five shooting stars per hour on oh, Thursday. Really? Yeah. I got to drive my wife out to the middle of a field, hop on the trunk, and go, this is just for you, babe. Okay, that's sweet, but if you would have just said drive out to the middle of the field, that was just creepy. <laughs> yeah, thanks for finishing Yeah, thank you. No, no, of course. I mean, it's kind of fun. Surprise I got a couple surprises in the works. That's got to be added to She'd the list. She'd like that. Well, a part of the reason why it's going to be so eventful in the sky is because we're heading towards a new moon, so there will be less light pollution. On Friday is when the new moon happens, and they say that there's going to be a great opportunity to see Saturn and Jupiter specifically, and they're going to be really close to the new moon, which means that you'll be able to spot them quite easily. Huh. And on Saturday specifically, just after sundown, Saturn will be positioned just 1.8 degrees north of the new moon. So if you have a pair of binoculars or a telescope, you'll be able to see Saturn's rings. Look at that. Look, Jabo, you both. excited? Yeah, I'm excited. I have both. Yeah, they say you won't be able to see it with the naked eye, but just a pair of binoculars would be enough magnification to get you to see those legendary rings. All right. I'm excited. Let's do it. What else you got, Kenny? I want to tell you that there appears to be more problems for Boeing. This is the plane maker. The plane maker Boeing, of course, they had that incident with the Alaska Airlines flight where a fuselage door blew out of the side. They had to make an emergency landing. Now, this one doesn't bring immediate safety concerns, but it just appears that when it rains, it pours for Boeing at this point. They say they have to rework about 50 new planes that haven't been delivered yet because there were holes not drilled exactly to Boeing's requirements. Well, at least they found it. Right? I mean, they've got these structures in place to discover problems. They're addressing it. It's not like it's just there and people are using the planes. Yeah. Yeah. Have these holes affected flights or planes from taking off? No, it's just kind of damaging their reputation, J-Bo. See, to me, I'd be like, hey, good job, guys, for finding that Mm -hmm. and not just running with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess in the sense, the spokesperson for Boeing said, while this potential condition is not an immediate flight safety issue and all 737s can't continue operating safely, we currently believe... We will have to perform rework on about 50 undelivered airplanes. And they went on to talk about whatever conclusions are reached, Boeing is accountable for what happened. Whatever the specific cause of the accident might turn out to be, an event like this simply must not happen on an airplane that leaves one of our factories. He continued by saying, we simply must be better. It sounds like a righteous move. You're not trying to hide anything. You're not putting people in danger. You're saying there's an issue. We're going to correct it. This is why we do things the way we do it. And if you can fix it, fix it. 
Yeah. Which it seems like they can, so that's great. Yeah. yeah. I'm all for it. I just, I just feel bad for them. I feel like, you know, they'll be fine. You can't get good news. <laughs> this, I feel it's, bad. it's life, though. Things yeah, happen in life, and so. you fix it, you move on. <sighs> the world of plane making. I mean, that's what it Tell is. me about it. <laughs> <laughs> Above my pay grade. What else do you have? Trevor Noah hosted the Grammy Awards last night on CBS, and he joked that it was the only concert that starts on time. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> Can we turn that into a reality? I, I would prefer that as a concert goer. Yeah. In other Grammys highlights, Miley Cyrus was a big winner. Meryl Streep and her son in law, Mark Ronson, presented Miley with the Record of the Year Award. Oh, I love Mark oh, Ronson. Good for Miley. Yeah, he's very talented. He's so good. I love the stuff he's done with um, Amy Winehouse. Yeah. That ballerine, that yeah, version of his song. Oh, so good. Tracy Chapman performed with Luke Combs. Luke Combs recently covered her fast car, so they oh, performed cool. together. That's cool. On the Grammy stage. Uh, during the In Memoriam, Stevie Wonder, Fantasia Barino, Annie Lennox, and John Batiste, your favorite, oh, uh, love performed him. during that. I would say that John Batiste is one of the most interesting artists of our time, period. He's just so good and interesting. His music sounds different. He mixes all these different genres together. I'm surprised he didn't win last night. Yeah, I guess uh, I'm surprised too. I don't know. I'm not as big of a fan. Was as he nominated for anything last night? He was. I think it was uh, a record. Of, it was one of the ones where it's like one song. Butterfly was gotcha. the song. Okay. And it's such a beautiful recording, and the story behind it is so great. So, well, maybe next year. Jay-Z won the Dr. Dre Global Impact Award. Blue Ivy, his daughter, was on stage with him great. as he accepted that award. Billie Eilish won for Song of the Year, the Barbie song, What Was I Made For? Joni Mitchell performed both sides now at the Grammys, and this is particularly impressive because she suffered a brain aneurysm mm. in 2015. So this was her first public performance in, in quite some time. People were thrilled to see her. Yeah, glad to see that. Billy Joel came out with a new single recently. He performed that live. Oh yeah, what do you think What do you think of his stage. song? I like it. Yeah, very yeah. Billy Joel. It's very Billy Joel. <laughs> You're right about that. There's some deep insight there for you. He's, he's consistent. People were surprised to see Celine Dion uh, making an appearance. Yes, she presented for awesome. Album of the Year. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm so happy that she was there too. Wow, great night of music. Yeah. Kenny, what else do you have? Well, the Apple Vision Pro came out on Friday, and the internet is now littered with videos of people wearing it in public. Mm. Yeah, this is, I think this is our future, right? People are going to be walking around with headsets of some kind, <laughs> assuming it's going to be Apple, but it could be anything. The Vision Pro is pretty heavy, so that might not last very long. Yeah, it's tough when it like weighs you down and then you fall down. Yeah. Yeah, some your of, neck starts to hurt. Yeah. Mm -mm. Some of the highlights, you saw one New York City subway rider, like we weren't sure if he was playing the piano or if he was trying to type some notes, but there he is sitting down with his goggles on. You had a pedestrian crossing the street with oh. the goggles oh, on. Go. Do you want to be the one who works that whole process out? Oh, man. <laughs> no. Stupidity on 10. And then the worst one, uh, somebody driving their Tesla Cybertruck while wearing the goggles. And the Cybertruck appeared to be in auto drive mode. The guy oh. didn't even have his hands on the wheel. He was typing out in the middle of the air <laughs> with the goggles on. You did see on X where this video was posted, a police car getting behind the guy, but it doesn't show whether he was pulled over or not. But it can be assumed that maybe the cops had a talking to. Everyone's got a friend who's a little too into tech. It sounds like, <laughs> safe to say, it's that guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> in his friend group, someone's pulling him aside and be like, bro, calm down, man. Safe. already out. got the auto drive car. Like, get that thing off your head. Just use your eyes. Kenny, what else do you have? A rusting rocket 
was discovered in a man's garage in Washington State, and it actually was an inert nuclear missile, according to police. How do you get a hold of one of those? Apparently from an estate sale, TJ. I know you love your estate sales. Oh, yeah. Those are great. You find some deals there, but I, I've never seen like a weapon a like that. A big missile? Yeah, a missile. <laughs> well, I'm surprised the estate would actually sell it off. I would have called the cops or something. Yeah, it was from a neighbor who had passed away. So this guy got his hands on this, but I guess was worried and called police to make sure that it was safe. So the bomb squad had to come with their technicians and they discovered it was an Air 2 Genie. So this was a rocket that was meant to carry possibly a nuclear warhead. I'm also surprised he just gets to keep it, right? Isn't that technically government property? They're letting him keep it. As a matter of fact, he's going to donate it for display at a museum. Oh, nice. But the bomb squad said it was just basically a gas tank for rocket fuel, and it was completely safe. So there there was no worry. It appeared some of the police were a little bit annoyed that they even had to show up in the first place. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's. I'm glad somebody knew it was okay. Remember that time? There was a story recently about the person who discovered a big missile in their garden. Yeah. Yeah. And they they just thought it was a decoration. They Mm -hmm. buy this house, and they go, eh, we should probably get this thing checked out. And they find out it's a live, active missile. Yep. I mean, you got a call, right? Better safe than sorry. When in doubt, check it out. Isn't that the saying? Right. (laughs) We should probably stick to that. Then I remember the one we talked about recently. The guy found a grenade inside his wall. Yeah. that one? Oh, yeah. That's right. And that was not active. Yeah. Yeah, no. So this one, like the grenade, not active. Good. More of those. Kenny, what else do you have? Well, in Northeast Ohio, there was a sanitation crew digging out sewer lines when they hit something large up under a couple of feet of soil. Tell me it's gold. <laughs> Not gold. <laughs> Tell me We're it's... We're on the first flight out. No, this was like a giant boulder that they believe was deposited from Canada due to a glacier sometime twelve to 14,000 years ago. I love stories like this because it goes to show you that there's so much that still needs to be found. Wait, this is just a rock that they found? A big rock, but like a 14,000-year-old rock that was in Canada... And because of Mother Nature, came down to Northeast Ohio. It was buried for hundreds of years. Jabo, you've driven on a lot of highways, just like me. And uh-huh. you see those big rocks on the side of the mountains. Yeah. Would you know the difference between an old rock and a new rock? Probably not. But this story is still cool. Yeah, how do they find that out? Well, because if it were native to the area, it would be made of a certain material. Oh, I so, see. So um, this woman that they interviewed, Bev Walburn, said there are some granite cliff or mountaintop in Canada that's missing some rocks right now. Because I guess in that area, they would have sedimentary rocks, shale, sandstone. But in Canada, the granite rock was what they found. So that's where it came from. My daughter has a rock collection. She would love to add that. To her collection. Yeah, that's well, a big one. I don't know where she's going to put it because it's massive. <laughs> yeah, it might crush the house. Yeah. What's funny, right. they don't know what they're going to do with the boulder now that you mentioned it, Jabo. They're trying to figure out whether or not they want it to be the centerpiece of this development that they're building or yeah, if they'll transport it somewhere That'd else. That'd be really cool. Glacial boulder. Buy a house today. <laughs> Four bedrooms. That's the name two of the bathrooms. community. It's like b- boulder crossing or something yeah, like why that. Not? You know? There you go. Kenny, what else do you have? We're learning the story of a New Jersey police officer who completed an Uber Eats delivery after arresting the Uber Eats driver. Oh, yeah. That, that is some good detective work. Because <laughs> Talk about going the extra mile. You don't want another crime to happen because of hangriness. Mm-hmm. And so it's 
Keeping the neighborhood safe. Yeah, so the police officer did a random check on the license plate, found that the driver had outstanding uh, traffic violation warrant. So he didn't want the person who ordered the food to go hungry. So after they arrested the woman driving the Uber Eats delivery, the police officer took it to its final destination. Go figure. It was to Snooky's house from the Jersey Shore. What? Get yeah. out of here. Her husband, Gianni, <laughs> was the one that answered the door. All of this is on body cam. This is crazy. And Are you kidding me? He apparently got a big kick out of the fact that it was a police officer delivering his McDonald's. That's funny. Pretty uh, coincidental, huh? Yeah, I don't know if he actually saw Snooky him- herself, but he did run into her husband, and that was her house. I completely forgot about her. How's she doing? <laughs> I guess she's doing okay. She's got a nice house in Morris County, New Jersey. Good for her. I'm happy for her. Also, we learned that the officer did take the Uber Eats driver's car and parked it so that it didn't uh, have to be towed. So two good deeds, I think. Yeah, unfortunate that she had to be arrested in the first place, but finished the delivery and parked her car so she won't have to deal with the impounding. On the next Jersey Shore, (laughs) the woman who got pulled over (laughs) delivering to Snooki's house. It all connects, right? Yep. Yeah, hopefully she's turning everything around. It was unpaid tickets, so it it wasn't like a violent crime or anything. Yeah, Yeah, do you pay your tickets? I I do. Yeah, good job. I try not to get them in the first place. Right, that's always the first goal. Yeah. I get the discount for if I get a parking ticket, I pay it early so I get 10% off. Oh, that's <laughs> a smart that, move. That happened right down the street the other day. <laughs> so smart. You know, I appreciate it. To me, it's like a, it's a donation to the community, right? Yeah. <laughs> sure. They don't get it's enough I don't know if I call it that. One way to donate. 